Now, it's time for Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Here's your hosts, Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Casey Hendrickson. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, where we help you envision your home's potential. I feel like I have way too much energy for this early in the morning. Holy smokes. I feel like you do, too. I do, too. Yeah, Yeah, I woke up easy today. It's not normal for you. I'm running on like four hours sleep, which is average sleep for me. But, yeah, I woke up real easy, and I feel like I have way too much energy right now. So, hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit them online at hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. Of course, if you have any questions, any comments, want to listen to previous episodes, you're going to want to listen to this one and part one, uh, which we replayed last week for you. You can go to mtwiceshow.com and while you're there, if you have any questions or comments, go to the Contact Us page. Alright. So, the last time we were in studio, we did episode one. We weren't planning on this being a multi-part series, but it just kind of developed that way. Because it turns out there's a lot involved in the process of hiring professional contractors and designers to come in and do your project. Huh. Yeah. But the website said it's so easy. All you have to do is plug in some numbers here on this website. We'll totally tell you how much your kitchen is going to cost. <laughs> well, they, they definitely will tell you. <laughs> yeah. They underestimate every time. Strange. Very strange. Hmm. Of course, we've done a lot of episodes on that, so you can go back to the archive. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> I think one of them is online calculators are stupid. I think that was one of the episodes. Um, all right. So... We talked about the process, all right? So the whole process, you're going to have contractors, designers coming in. And so last week was basically the pre-construction phase. Is there some high points that we want to re-hit to refresh everybody's memory if they missed the last episode? And if you did, go to mtwiceshow.com. It'll be in the podcast section, and you can re-listen to it. But what are some of the high points we really want to hit before we start breaking ground? I think the – I know we talked about – Communication, that's that's being key, uh, especially from the beginning of the process. Yeah. And that actually, it doesn't end at the beginning. It actually flows all the way through right. the, uh, the the entire process until it's completed. Um, so that was rather detailed. And then also how the planning stage was the next critical phase, and that's drawings and um, things of that nature, yeah. trying to get the, everything to a contractor so we can start getting some thoughts some I think I'm still a little that's still a little early for pricing right yeah no it's it, that's kind of I think we kind of just gotten into your making selections right yeah. and once you choose what you're gonna do don't right don't keep looking don't change everything once because once it's set in motion just finish it let's get it done right yeah yeah well we talked about because you get a solid plan right and then and then we can get you some allowances and then you start making selections from that. Which I find interesting because with allowances, sometimes the client doesn't quite understand what the allowance is. I know. And, you know, like, like we'll give you the project. We, we make all the selections. You come back with, you know, our, you start giving allowances. And what does that mean? Yeah. Well, an allowance is basically just a number, a budgetary number right. to help you facilitate your selection process, right. basically. So... And, and, you know, really, I've had to rethink the way we do it and make it a little more detailed 
that way people because like when you're selecting tiles tile for example we'll get we've typically in the past given an allowance on your total tile package so if you're if it's a master bathroom it's your floor tile the tile on your in your shower the f- tile on the floor just that i mean it's like an overall allowance the problem is is you can blow that on one tile <laughs> selection mm-hmm. so you know in 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 doing this long enough, we, we sat down and said, you know, well, this is because people are coming back and saying, why, why, why am I going? Why is this number, this final number, so much more than what, what the original estimate was? Well, your selections are just way more expensive than what we, what we had priced out for you. So we're gonna we're breaking that down. Mm-hmm. You also, we're also gonna start doing that more with plumbing fixtures because those are the two places and we taught we had touched on that too those are the two places that you're going to spend a lot a lot of your money on and we did say last week like we have to do a plumbing fixture show oh yeah because i don't think that people realize the cost that is involved and the selection that's available right because i think the average person will go to the hardware store and they see some stuff that's mounted on the wall in in the uh the aisle way and they're like oh well that's what's available there's so much more than that well there is and then you go to you know, a plumbing supply place like a Ferguson or a Mid City or nothing flushes like a Ferguson. <clears throat> yeah, Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> a whoosh! You got you got you got your uh, little plug in there for married with children, huh? Yeah, <laughs> greatest show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know that's the thing. The, the thing is, is typically the more expensive the fixture, the more labor intensive. <laughs> so and sometimes it's difficult to get. Parts, yeah. replacement parts, and, and mm-hmm. then those, yeah, so, and, and they. T- the, I've run those into typically that. are more difficult just to get in general. That right. takes longer to get them in, right? Which is fine as long as you understand that. But that's one thing that it's it's hard to give. R- Sol- that's why we do allowances because it's hard to give a solid number not knowing what you're actually going to pick. Except, I mean, that, and that's the allowance comes in when somebody wants a number without having made any selections yet. Right. So what I I mean personally before I even start I mean I like to have things picked right. out and give it to you right. for example yeah. and say here's what we've selected right. then you can come, then you can get your quote and get a more accurate quote. Right. Wait a minute. Hold on. Pause. Back up. Chris, are you telling me that you can't get an estimate or a quote to redo your bathroom or your kitchen without making selections on what's going to go in the bathroom and the kitchen? You can't get a final number. But how do these online calculators keep doing it? <laughs> because they are just averaging. Uh, previous yeah. episode, online calculators. So. Basic, basically, it's an allowance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're just taking basics. Yeah. So and that's basically what we kind of do. Right. Um I, I, you know, because I'll get, can you just give me a ballpark of what this is going to cost? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hang on. No, nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody saw that. He was very dramatic. I was with a shocked expression, that well, sort of thing. Because they hold, sometimes they kind of hold you to it. And yeah, you say, I, that's, that, I really, that's the thing. I, I hesitate most of the time to give a, a number because yeah. the first number you hear, you're going to remember that. And if I shoot so high that it's, then you might walk yeah. away. And then people are going to be like, ah, I'm not going to hire this guy. Right. He's ridiculous. Or I shoot a number out that I think, okay, we could. this gets us in the ballpark. 
it probably gets us in the ballpark, but it's still probably not there. <laughs> right. Now, do you guys do kind of like what car dealers do? Because you basically you got two two types of customers that they'll call up and they'll go, I want a bathroom model. How much is it going to cost? And then others go, I have like $25,000 for a bathroom remodel. Do you guys, when somebody calls up and goes, hey, I need to get a bathroom remodel, how much generally am I looking at? Do you say, well, how much do you have? Uh, no. How much I mean, are you looking to spend? Do you like, do that or do you just kind of go through the normal process? No, I tell people like... Uh, you, uh, you know, well, I'll ask, is it a master bathroom or is it just, is it a powder room? What are we mm-hmm. looking at? Master bathroom, I'll tell people, you're starting at 35 grand and going up from there. That's your starting point. And that's a pretty good number. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty good big starting yeah. point because that seems to be what they're averaging. Yeah. Just, and that's on the lower end. If right. It's 30,000 exactly. on the lower side. Now, would that be what you would consider a larger master bathroom? Or if you got somebody out there with like a $150,000 home, would that still apply there? Uh, it, well, the, here's the thing. People with a $150,000 home still want the same stuff. Right. <laughs> So once yes, you start tiling it, once you start putting plumbing fixtures in, I'm just thinking well, square and, footage because typically think they're smaller. That's a lot. Of, a lot of that's also based on the square footage. I mean, if it's a small bathroom, small master, um, you're not going to need as much material. So it, it might come down somewhat, it but might it's come, still pretty. It's still thirty thousand. It's yeah. still pretty. But if close. you go in there with the idea right. that a master bath could easily be 35000 plus. Right. If you go in with that idea, then you're probably not going to be shocked. You're certainly not going to be upset if it comes in under that. Correct. Right. If you're prepared to spend it. So, right. But if you go into a master bath and you're like, hey, it's going to do $3,000 to get it. Now, by the way, we're not saying that you can't do projects for that lower dollar amount. Right. But it's also going to be something you're probably going to rehab again in another couple of years, right? So we're not talking about having... It just, I mean, you, you, we've talked about it before in the past. You don't want to be the nicest house on the block, necessarily. Right, right. So you just look at what you've got and then make selections based off of that. And you make wiser selections, right. I guess. That's not really the word I want right. to use, but you make, you make those you know, selections based on the value, I guess, right. the return of the value. Right. And that's part of what our job is, right. is to guide you through that selection process and say, yes, that $50 tile, a square foot tile is absolutely gorgeous, but right. is it <laughs> Look realistic? what it's going to do to your budget. Yeah, right. but it's going to do your budget, and it might be a little bit extreme for, you'll never get the return, but if right. you get the enjoyment out of it, if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but... Return on investment something that you might have to consider depending on, on what people are planning to do in the future. Um, you know, maintenance... Yeah. is another one that we talked about last right. week. Sometimes right. some stuff is real pretty. You guys talked about some marbles last week. Right. Um, and it doesn't always work out if you want to maintain right. it that much. So, Well, and true. I mean, it's it's that way with, I think, in, across the board with some of the more expensive products are take more time and more care than right. something less expensive. And I'll just circle back around to what you had asked about originally as far as, like, the budget. Mm-hmm. I'll ask people. Do you have a budget? And it's not. It's not. And I and I always preface. I'm not looking to just spend. I'm not going to. You know, looking okay, to this max is, them out, right? Okay, yeah. this is your budget, so I want to spend all that. I just it. What that does is it helps us to know where to start. Correct. So and that we can help with your make the appropriate selection. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's people out there going. Right. Oh, well, if I tell you my budget, then exactly. you're going to charge me my well, budget. And but you really need that information. There yeah. are two things that I run into. It, it, when I ask that question, because I 
generally ask that question. Mm-hmm. What what's your budget? First of all, most people have no clue. Right. They have absolutely no idea yes. what things cost and by the time you put it all together what the final number will be they have absolutely no clue so they don't know how to tell you I want to spend this much money mm-hmm. then, but then you get the people that say I want to spend this and then we have to turn around and say I think that number is unrealistic just based on today's uh, numbers right. um, may, we might, might have to up that a little bit so right. but uh, first of all they have no clue and then um, like you Joel just mentioned when they do give you a number I I like that because it tells me where to start, what to avoid. Um, it makes the selection process go a little bit smoother. Right. So okay, but there are sometimes when you get into it and they start seeing what they get for that budget, they're like, oh, I don't like that. Maybe we should yeah increase this. A all bit. of a sudden, we got we got some flexibility now. All of a sudden, right. miraculously, right. yeah, right. All right, so we promise we're going to break ground. <laughs> it's going to happen yeah. this week. First segment, had to review a little bit for last week. Again, if you haven't seen or heard the previous episode, go to mtwiceshow.com. we got more coming up on Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. And welcome back to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, where we help you envision your home's potential, which is exactly what we are doing in particular today. We have Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and I am Casey Hendrickson. We are brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit them online at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Of course, if you want to get in contact with us, mtwiceshow.com is the website. Listen to previous episodes, send us hate mail, all of that stuff. So, uh, first segment's kind of a review on going through the process mm-hmm. of starting a project. You've got a contractor, you've got a designer making selections, you know, that sort of stuff. Budgets, we, we talk we talk about budgets probably every single show if we could. <laughs> um, but, you know, now we're, we're at the point where things are selected. Yeah. No? We haven't selected anything yet. Oh, God. <sighs> we got to break ground this week. You know that, right? We are. We are. This is, this is the segment where we were kind of getting into. All right. Make it quick. You have, eight, you, have, you have eight minutes. Eight, you have eight minutes. Eight minutes to eight talk minutes. about making we already We already gave you the budgets, $35,000 and up. Go. Uh, well, that's for a bathroom. Yeah, could, that could change based on a kitchen or and whatever. We're never going to get to this. Is this going to be a three-parter at <laughs> no, least? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. All right, we, we all can, right, we, okay. We can get to this. I'm yeah. trying to make sure that everybody knows front, that we're going to be on track. I prep, make promises. Yeah, so really it's just like any other project. The prep... If the prep's done right, everything else goes great. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For the most part. How many episodes part. have we said? Once you start breaking into uh, the walls, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, if you if you have a you, you solid plan, a solid plan, get your selections, do things right. A good plan executed violently yeah. <laughs> is better than a great plan executed with timidity. Amen to that. I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Trust me, it works that way. Okay. But we, because we've already talked about communication, solid right. plan, budgeting, but we never really got into, okay, now we're ready to make the selections. What do you do? Right. Where do you go? What are the steps? Um, Ikea. 
Where do we go? What do we do? <laughs> what are the steps? <laughs> you, you mentioned that, and Chris will fire you as well. They court. have a food for Come on. They have great meatballs. We can, I know you rave about their meatballs. <laughs> they, are, they are really good. Um, they're hollow inside, just like their doors. <laughs> yes. So with their little fibery, but other than that. <laughs> but particle board. If nice. you're wondering yeah. where the interior of their desks and doors went, they went into the meatballs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Secret ingredient. That's what we did with our rejects. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so now we're ready to make selections. Yeah. From the design standpoint, I always like to start with the plumbing fixtures, if we're doing a bathroom or a kitchen or whatever. Anything like. that has plumbing. Anything that has plumbing. F- several reasons for that. Number one, if we're, especially if you're doing a bathroom, um, the contractor needs to know what we're selecting for the showers and things of that nature because they need the, the correct valves to put into the, the wall while they're maybe waiting on the other parts to come in so that's i always like to start with plumbing because the fixture selection the style of the uh the fixture kind of leads the design a little bit Mm -hmm. um so i start with the plumbing you pick out your faucets things your tubs your showers everything that leads then into okay we've got this selection we picked this finish so now Let's look at cabinetry. Okay, this style cabinetry will complement your design of the fixtures, and so it all just kind of starts becoming a little more cohesive. After you do your cabinetry, you pick out your finish, the door styles, countertops, yep, all of that. So, And there's a lot of decisions to be made there. So when you're working with a client, sometimes they think, oh, I want, I want this type of finish but as you get into things and you start pulling together it's it's amazing how things can kind of go back and forth and change throughout the process until the final selections are made then from there you get your flooring or sometimes i'm picking out the flooring and the cabinetry about the same time right and um and then lighting so all those selections are done in a series of steps so that you can get a finished nice finished cohesive yeah Result and, and then and then the painter just comes in and uses whatever he has like a half a gallon left of. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I run into I mean, and I realize you can go into lighting stores and get help from their staff as far as making selections. But if you're doing that, it's fine. But keep the whole process, the whole project in mind, not right. just one element, because. A lot of times I worked with one where I came in in the middle and mm-hmm. they had picked the lights. We ended up changing all the light fixtures before they were ordered because they didn't work with the, I, the whole di- design direction. Right. So that was kind of a waste of everybody's time for the most part. But um, um, So if you're doing that, keep all your steps, all your, your whole design process in mind, your style, the look you're going for. Because it can get a little choppy if you're using several different people. Right. You know, it's it's the older I get, the more I realize that the fixtures in a kitchen or a bathroom really kind of make the room. Because I've seen them... They definitely make a difference. I've seen them sure. make a lower end um, design just pop. And then I've seen bad fixtures make a higher end design look god awful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so starting with the, the fixtures makes total sense. 
Whereas I think I mean, when I was younger, I would have been like, oh, it's going to be the tub or it's going to be the cabinets or whatever. But really, right. the fixtures, I think, make a huge difference. So then you have the fixture. Well, then you can design around the fixture. you got to make sure everything matches the fixture. You get it all in, and you have to make sure the lighting complements the color palette that you've used and everything else. Because if that doesn't work, then it's not going to look right either. Right, because you got to keep in mind the finishes you're selecting. Right. Nickel, brass, whatever. You want to make sure it, you... It's cohesive. I, I do like to mix my metals, but uh, not everything is the same. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, lighting to me is it's the it's the, the we call it the jewelry pieces in the space because that's what you see the most. And then when it's something very unique and very cool, I mean, that's that's a a nice little accent to the to the space itself. Yep. Okay. It can make or break it. Can we break ground now? Can we break ground? Can we break ground now? Uh, let's ask Joel because he's the one that breaks the ground. I don't know. I'm just. Are we done with the selection process, Joel? Uh, did, did anything? Yeah. We're, we're like mean, halfway went, through the show, guys. I went. I went through that really quick. Yeah. Okay, you, but, and you did. Kudos to Chris. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Yes, Chris. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Probably that was faster really, than I wanted to. Really, but no dirty jokes or anything. No, because you only gave me eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you have thirty seconds now. I'm gonna call. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. still getting over I'm the pneumonia. Waiting. You can't I, do I that almost. To me. <laughs> Jeez. All I'm saying is, I promised we were gonna break ground this week, and we're halfway through the show. We haven't done anything yet. Oh well. No, we've done a lot. That's well, the easy as part. As far as the groundbreaking stuff. Okay, we'll get into Joel. That's his. That's his forte. All right, we'll yeah. let we'll let Joel have his moment coming up on Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, where we help you envision your home's potential. Once again, Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. His big moment's coming up. <laughs> we got Chris Kramer with C. Kramer Interiors, who is a great opening act. And I'm Casey Hendrickson. I'm just kind of here for the comic relief and the coughing. Brought to you by Miller's Buildings. See, I almost coughed right there. You hear a high pitch my voice got? Holy smokes. Brought to you by Miller's yeah. Building Supply for Service. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Our service is priority since 1982 and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. I'm leaving that in the show. Yeah. yeah and Hoosier right. Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit them online at hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. Of course, uh, comments, complaints, questions. Always welcome the questions. Go to mtwiceshow.com and go to the contact us page. All right. We've gone through the pre-construction phase, Joel. It's your moment to shine. You finally show up. Do you show up early? Do you show up late? What is it? I just start breaking ground, dude. This, it this just depends. depends on the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. So how does that handoff happen, though? Because now we've got the handoff. Well, we've got all this it's stuff not necessarily Chris. a handoff, really. Ah. I mean, we've been working together the whole time. Right. Have you? Yes. And you that's all know. part of the. It's all part of the communication. You wouldn't know, considering a show and a half has been all Chris. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm giving Joe's moment. Okay. Yeah, I'm sharing now. But to Joel's point, I get Joel involved from the moment I have right after I have a communication with the client. Right. It goes. I mean, I'll call Joe and say, "Hey, I've got another project for you. Here's what we're looking at. Stay tuned." Yeah. Okay. So and we'll have jo- and we'll Joel have re- really conversations on a regular basis on through the selection process, um, uh, uh, even before that, you know, because part of the selection process is I have to go in and take some measurements. We have to figure out spacing and whatnot. So I'm I've already been a part of it, and and then once the selections are made, 
we get together all of our numbers, make sure everything's copacetic, you know, everybody's feeling good about where we're at. Um, <clears throat> and then once once everything's good... Then you start destroying things. Well, I get a deposit check. <laughs> ah, then you start destroying things. Got it. Then <laughs> I then I order. Right. And I don't and I don't actually I won't actually we've changed our policy in the last three, four months because of <clears throat> and we've talked about this in the past mm-hmm. with the shipping issues and just generally how long it takes to get stuff and we'll get an ETA on flooring or we'll get an ETA on different fixtures and then it's three weeks later that they actually come in. Well, if I go in and I tear up but we don't have the rough-in stuff that we need, that project's sitting for two weeks. Yeah, and if you're doing a kitchen or something, that's yeah, the client a bathroom, a kitchen the entire time. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's one of those things it depends on the project, the scope of the project. If it's an individual room, I'm waiting until our plumbing fixtures and if we have tile coming in and the tile uh, usually the tile's not as big of a deal because that's not until after rough ends are done but we've run into an issue actually twice in the last three four months where tile took so long to come in that it was it was like six weeks later than what we were supposed to get it ouch what's a rough end <laughs> okay the rough ends are like your plumbing so once once things are demoed Everything's opened up. The if if we're moving plumbing, adding lighting, moving some stuff. You, a lot of times you're taking out walls, so you have to move electric. Your roughins are all of the unfinished electrical and plumbing, basically. So it's getting it all into the places where that needs to be, so that it can be finished. Right. Do yeah. you find it difficult? Because obviously it's it's frustrating, especially for some of those. Again, this is why you find a good contractor. Maybe they go in, they start the project, they don't have their materials or supplies, and then it's just sitting there and you have an unusable kitchen or an unusable bathroom or what have you. Um, <clears throat> but do you find that now, because of things like Amazon and how quick deliveries are, that people are less patient? No, actually, people – and that's part of the communication. We make sure people understand on the front end. You, it's going to take a, it's going to take qu- weeks to get this stuff in. Yeah, Amazon so Prime once, doesn't have this right. stuff, folks. Okay, no. right. chill out. So once Bezos we once is not going to help. Right. You. Yeah. Once we actually once we make the selections, once orders are placed, it's going to take several weeks to get that stuff in, and we'll 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 make we'll make what we call like a like a pre schedule. So this these are the dates that things are supposed to come in. I'll give you. We'll, we'll I'll schedule with my plumber, tile guy, stuff like that, just based off of that, and we'll give you kind of a, an idea of when we should be in, how things should flow, but then with the understanding that this is all based off of when stuff actually comes in. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's the issue that we'll run into. I mean, uh, you know, we just we had the, uh, that generational cold recently, <laughs> and that shut everything down for two days. Well, the stone for a, for a project that was supposed to be delivered on, that, on the first day of the real cold didn't get delivered. The, the guy who runs the place was on vacation the next week when the delivery was made. Somehow, in all of that confusion, the wrong color of stone got delivered to him for us. Oh, man. So it just put our project back. 
and now we're finally getting back in and getting stuff done. You know, it's things, I mean, you run into stuff where you'll open up a wall and you'll be like, okay, this wall is supposed to come out, but we have, you know, a, a vent pipe or something that's in there. That you just, I mean, there's no, there's no way of knowing some of this stuff will be in there because things will take jogs once they get to the second floor or if you're, you know, you just never know. Yeah, or if you run into an additional problem that is structural, has to be right. fixed. We've talked about that, obviously, right. in previous episodes. That should be a no-brainer, I think, by now for everybody uh, because I think there's been enough DIY television yeah. to realize that once you start getting into stuff, there's unexpected things that, that pop up. And you do try to minimize that as much as possible through the, yeah. even during the, through, through the selection process. Right. You know, this could happen if you okay. If you select this bathtub, we have to move the drain. Right. Or if you select this, we have to move the the plumbing. So, right. and then we always preface. I think you do the, probably do the same thing. We don't. We can take that, but we're not sure what's in that right. wall. So that's questionable at this point. Yeah, and and you know when we're in there before you know when Chris and I are in there measuring and stuff, I'll be looking around for like cold air returns. You know. Does this wall have a cold air return in it? What is that going to do if we want to move that wall? What are we going to have to do? You can kind of, and there's, I mean, you can get a general idea as long as things are done. It's not always, it's not always this way, but as long as things are done the way they should have been done, you can kind of have a general idea of where things will be in the wall, but... But again, it's a crapshoot oftentimes. This comes down to the communication. Yeah, this comes right. down to hiring the right people. Right. This is when you go back and you listen to the episode on, one, how to be a good customer. Two, <laughs> how to pick the right contractors. Because uh, those are two different episodes. You know, if somebody's communicating with you, look, we're going to have to do this, but just so you know, when I get in here, I may find this, this, or this, and that's going to slow us down, cost more. You have to be prepared for that just in case something like that happens. Um, do you have a percentage in your mind of how, how many times you start a project where you get hit with these unexpected things that are, that are kind of big? Not little stuff, but big stuff? I don't know as far as percentage, but it's definitely more than I would like. Okay. So it's... <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's... If it's not routine, it's <clears throat> it's fairly common. I'll say this. Like, when you're always going to run into something... It seems like you'll always run into something. Like, if we ever... When we... Like, it's happened in the past where we've had a project that just everything went perfect. And you're like, you remember those projects because yep. they happen so rarely. Not that... I mean, but the the, the thing is, is... And and this is why I have the guys that the subs that I have that I work with, the guys that work with me. Chris is is the same way. There's ninety percent of the people in the world can can identify a problem. Only ten percent of the people in the world will will find solutions. So we're gonna you know I what we've done is we've found people because I don't like to say I can't I I. I Generally, there's a way to figure it out. Yep. <clears throat> and the people that we work with, Chris, Chris is really good at it too. If we put our heads together, we can figure out a way to get things done so that it it meets what you're looking for. And from the design standpoint, you know, we do the communications, do draw the, some drawings, things of that nature. But we don't leave the process project just after the selections are made we're, right. we go in and, and we're called in sometimes we just go in and check in to make sure that things are being done the, the way that they're supposed to be according to the, the plan and, and the layout and I know that um, you know, I get calls all the time uh, we ran into this situation mm-hmm. 
can you come over and see how we can solve this? And right. so we, like Joel just said, we kind of put our heads together and come up with a solution to fix something that we didn't anticipate. The right. client should never feel like they've been abandoned. Never. Right. right. Yeah. Never. It's, and, and that's, we hear a lot from people who are like, well, you know, we had this meeting like three months ago and I haven't heard anything. I don't know what's going on. Nobody's told me anything. Um, and that, that should not happen. You should right. have that constant communication with your, with your people. So you're informed, they're informed. And then of course they're all communicating with each other too, while the project is going on. Right. All right. We got, uh, we got more coming up as uh, we are moving into the process of doing your renovation right here on Measure Twice on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC, where we help you envision your home's potential. We have Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson, and we're brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. They are online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit them online at hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And for previous episodes, including part one of this particular series, go to mtwiceshow.com. Questions, comments. You know what? If we miss something throughout this process that you have a question about or if you want us to go back and address it, go to mtwiceshow.com and send us a message and we will address it um, next week uh, if we can if we can get to it. And most likely we'll be able to. So, it, you know, because we know that obviously we're dealing with, what, 42 minutes per episode here that we actually get to talk out of the whole hour. So there's going to be things that get yeah. skimmed and things like that. So if you need details, folks, send us a message. We're happy to answer those questions. All right. Um, I wish you guys could have heard what I just heard because in the commercial break, I was just watching these two who are working on a project together right now going through a whole lot of detailed stuff on a project where a client has a specific request and they're trying to figure out the best way to do it. So it kind of goes into that communication. We've been talking about this entire episode, and I know that nobody saw that, nobody heard that <laughs> except for me, but I assure you it was great. But it kind of it kind of goes in, the relationship right. that has to happen because Joel's trying to make a decision based on what the client wants. Chris is trying to give Joel the best advice on how to do this so it looks appropriate, and it end, ended up with Chris needs to see it, right? right? That's where we ended up? Right. Pretty so much. He's got to go out there and see it so you can make a decision <laughs> on exactly what to do right. so the client is happy. But that's normal. But it's yes. normal, and that's that communication that you have to have. So and if you've got if you've got people that are not communicating with you, probably time to hire these two in front of me <laughs> right You know what? There's now. lots. There are plenty of competent people out there. Right. The problem is... is there's a few out there who are completely incompetent, and they make the rest of us look bad. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he thought about defending them I, for a little bit. Yeah, thought about uh, it. He thought about being a Brief nice second. guy. All right. Last segment, Joel. <clears throat> All right. So we've opened stuff up. We've got stuff roughed in. Then you start putting it back together. Uh, if there's tile, your, your flooring, that's going in. Your cabinetry. Um, tops fixtures you're you're getting final fixtures in and paint a lot of times the, i mean there's there's a couple of things that are kind of are usually decided afterwards and it's a lot of times we're deciding on mirrors after we've started the project if it's a if it's a master cuz a lot of times there's not People aren't sure what they want right. until they start seeing. You got to see everything together, together and then well, decide. And to be honest with you, that's how I sometimes I need to see right. things coming right. together a little bit more so than, um, like 
even picking out a paint color. I want to see all the finishes together. Paint's the Mm -hmm. other thing that we're, you know, because people will be like, we'll we'll be tearing into stuff, and people like, oh, we haven't decided a grout color, or we haven't decided a paint color. I'm like, that's okay. That stuff is easy to make the decision, and that's not something we're waiting on typically. I mean, those things are readily available. So, the, it, and it's better to make those selections once you start seeing it in place. See, and I like to make sure we have the grout <coughs> selections made at the time we pick out the tile. Sometimes we it gets overlooked. Right. But if I'm dealing with natural stone, I want to see the stone in place before right. I pick out the tile because that stone may not look like the sample. Right. That's may not. It most, not. most, most generally will it will not. not. Yeah. Well, and you don't see the full. Right. Because one piece, once you once you put, you know, a hundred together, <laughs> it looks totally different than just one piece. Oh right. man, I was looking at a backsplash the other day, and it was just like one of those little like sample squares. And then I, you know, I so I clicked on it. I'm like, that looks nice. And then I saw one of the pictures of it actually done, and I was like, oh my god, that would give me a seizure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I can I can relate. Yeah, but in my limited one time experience <laughs> and, that I and had the other day, when but with natural stone, that's a conversation you have way in the beginning. Beginning, right? Your samples are not going to match your finished product, so you have to be open to it's natural stone. You get what you get. Mm-hmm. We have no control. Nobody has. It's control. not manufactured. It's not manufactured. Yep. It comes from mother it's like, nature. It's like it's natural and from earth or something. Yeah, it's natural. Well, stone. even like even like with the stuff that's manufactured, like say a quartz top. People generally people because they make them to look like natural stone people generally want they have a certain idea of like how the ve- they want the veining to work right. when it's laid out we try to get them as much of that as possible but we're also trying to work with like you don't want to have to buy two pieces of stone just so that you get the right veining for everything you know that's got to be laid out in a way that you can maximize everything and still get as m- maximize your veining but then again that's where we come in because right. we'll meet with the client, fuse the slabs, take masking tape and tape off a slab and say that we can, this could be your right. cut, and that way they know what what right. they're getting as far as the, the countertop is concerned. And it's like anytime you're dealing with granite, marble, yeah. I, I tell people, don't go off the sample. You have to, you have to see, see the, the slab. Right. You need to go because you otherwise you'll never know what you're going to get. Right. And you don't want that surprise at the end. Right. Because that's once it's in and cut, it's it's in and cut. It's in and cut. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of variations in nature. A lot of variations in nature, but again, communication, communication, communication. Plan, plan. You right. know, you got to plan it. That's why I mean, it's like I, we go to the the fabricator. Right. Even if it's quartz, just be so we can right. say, hey, this is how we can cut this. Right. All right. So yeah, we've so once you once you have that, I mean, one of the things that people I try to explain to people is, you know, like if you're doing a bathroom, you're doing a heavy glass enclosure, which is just the solid panels of glass for the door. That's not coming until two weeks after, roughly two three weeks after tiles installed, because they have to come. They have to once the once you know when the tile's going to be done, you're, you call them and let them know. You get a measure. They schedule a time to come out and measure. Then once they've got it measured, they're ordering the pieces in. Right. Because most, I mean, that glass is tempered glass, and it's not. Most most, most heavy glass, and like people dealing with these doors, 
don't have the ovens to bake the glass. Well, and they can't really get a final measurement right. until that tile until is the in tile place. Is in. So the, it, and it's all made custom size anyway. Right. And it's the same thing with countertops. They can't template the countertop until right. the vanity is set. Right. So and that's like, what two to three weeks yeah, sometimes generally. after to get the fat to get it to uh, get it installed installed. So, so yeah, it's so the, the, there there are things that you'll you'll wait a little bit of time on because you'll see a lot of progress at once, and then there'll be a little bit of time where okay, I'm waiting on this. You know, and, and we're we're generally trying to bring the people in that can be brought in while we're waiting on those. A lot of times, paint's going in. It's you know. Most of your so there's always most some your, progress most, if there can be right yeah. you know yeah. whatever rough in whatever finish stuff that you can do on the rough ends you're getting that done and and then we're cleaning up and handing the keys to you basically right you know right so I mean it, that's that's it in a nutshell I mean we're, we gleaned over a lot of stuff but and like I said you know there's there's going to be people out there who still have some questions about some yeah. things that we went over. And again, we only have 42 minutes per episode to do this. So if you have questions, go to mtwiceshow.com, submit those questions. If you have a dilemma, I just watched these guys work through a dilemma here. If you have a dilemma on something, uh, make sure you submit those questions as well. We'll be happy to answer those as best as we can. And, you know, kind of going back to what, what Joel was talking about, you try to surround yourself with the best people because nobody's an expert in everything. Right. There's been plenty of times where I've asked you guys questions and you're like, you know what, we have to talk with so-and-so about that because they're going to have the answer. So, and it's one of the reasons we bring special guests in. And right. in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some more guests coming in um, because they're experts in their field, you know, and they are going to have some answers that, may not be able to be easily mentioned on the show if somebody brings it up. So right. we can we can definitely do that. We've done it in the past where we've had listener questions. We had to go find an expert to go yep. to bring them in and, and talk about it. Right. So all right. Uh you got uh, twenty seconds. Do we miss anything? Do we need a final wrap up? They've got their their keys now. The guys and gals are out of their house. And they're coming in and they're going, oh my gosh, I can't believe how beautiful my space is. It's right. one of those beautiful reveals like you see on television. Yes. Um, and magical pixie dust flies out of the out of the <laughs> yeah. ceiling and it's great. Yeah. Nothing's better than to see their excitement. I mean, that, you know you did your job yeah. when they're, they're thrilled and yep. they're excited. And of course, it feels like a totally different house now. Yes. And it really can't make you feel real good, though. Right. It really can't oh, yeah. when you get something like that. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's a great feeling. All right, folks, mtwiceshow.com. Again, questions, comments. Like I said, we know we skipped over an awful lot in the process here. Uh, if you have any of those, go to mtwiceshow.com. Go to the Contact Us page. If you missed part one of this series, this is a two-parter, go back to the podcast section on mtwiceshow.com. It is in there, okay? I'm going to upload them at the same time. So right now, if you're listening to the show and you go back to the website, you will see part one, and then this is going to be part two. So you'll have everything through the process in case you're curious about going through all of this. So once again, I want to thank our sponsors for Joel Graber with Graber Custom Remodeling with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. Again, hire these guys. I'm Casey Hendrickson. Thank you for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. Thank you so much for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. If you have any questions for us, go to our website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And make sure you tune in next week to Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.